Welcome to Late Night Talks, a place for growth, stability, and transformation. The podcast for men and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Jo. I am a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here, we take you to the next level of your journey mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Hello there. Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. What's shaking? How are things in your life? I hope they are well and good. It is great to be here tonight and always wonderful to have you here as well. A big, huge welcome to the new listeners. I think it's amazing that we can come together from thousands and thousands of miles away and connect. So, yes, (laughs) we are just going to get straight into it tonight. I don't have a hypnosis to share only because I am opening a studio in a couple of weeks. So all of my focus is on that. And I'm just kind of bouncing a lot of different things around at once. So just bear with me, I will bring them back in very soon in the next week or two. So anyway, someone near and dear to me had made a recommendation that he believed could be useful to some of you fine gentlemen out there. And I know some of the younger guys have expressed how difficult it is for them to encounter women, how to go about it. They didn't know what they were doing wrong. And my response to that is that if you're being yourself and you're not trying to be anyone or anything else, you're not doing anything wrong as long as you're not being an ass, right? So sometimes it's just not the right match. Okay. But I do think that there are definitely certain traits that we can acquire that could be good in the dating arena, but this is also ideal for any interpersonal interactions, romantic, platonic, work-related. Tonight, we're going to be discussing charisma. Now, when this topic first was brought to my attention, I kind of thought, well, people are just born that way. I'm not sure that this is something that you can develop, but as I've done my research I found that I was wrong. Yes, some people are just born charming. While others develop their charming magnetism over time by honing, say, their communication and interpersonal abilities, right? And you know these type of people that I am talking about. These are those who are intoxicating to be around. They have something about them that you can't quite place your finger on right? They have a certain magnetism about them. These are the charismatic people. And it all comes down to how they make others feel special. Charisma is where personal presence lies at its most fundamental level. It's the skill of being able to connect with other people in a manner that compels them to want to be around you. Authenticity always shines through. We can always tell when someone is real. 
We can feel their aura, we can feel their energy, and it carries a certain frequency. And you can tell what their intentions are. So it's just important to never change those authentic parts of ourselves. Be who you are. But as I said earlier, there's certainly room to improve other parts of ourselves to become better in certain areas, right? Not only does personality play a role when it comes to charisma, but also our body language. And I'm going to share a little bit more about that towards the end, but it's quite interesting. There's three main elements needed to become a charismatic person. These three include presence, competence, and warmth. So presence is having the capacity to provide undivided attention. When you're in a room with someone, it is you and that other individual. There is no distractions. They're focused on you. That's when you know that someone is truly present with you. The next one is competence. Those who are competent are seen for their expertise, their knowledge, their experiences, their plans, their decisions, what they've executed. They see them as one who can get the job done. So that's what it means to be competent. Now warmth, this is the cherry on top. It's the fine balance between both competence and presence, right? Warmth is when people feel seen. Warmth is when people feel heard and cared for. It's when people feel comfortable approaching you. People feel secure getting close to you. And these are all major ingredients that are necessary for charisma. The combination of those three things, along with those essentials that I just shared, there are also a certain set of mindsets that charismatic people carry. Specifically, I'm referring to the more upbeat, positive, enthusiastic people of society. We all know no one wants to be around a pessimistic Debbie Downer. People who never have anything positive to say. Do you ever find people gathering around someone like that with that type of mindset? That's like being around a damp rag. It's exhausting. And in general, I avoid those type of people as much as possible. Not because I find them unpleasant. It's not that at all. But it's because I don't want to absorb any of that negative energy. We're all conditioned, right? We're conditioned a certain way. And we always, always have the ability to change our thoughts, change our thinking. But one has to be really willing to recognize the fault in the way they're thinking in order to change. And sometimes some people are just not willing to do that. It is the people who are more optimistic, who they have that optimistic outlook on life that are more appealing to others. These are the type of people others want to be around. They have an uncanny ability to remain calm in the face of adversity because they are certain 
that no matter what happens, everything is going to turn out for the best. Another one is that they have an integrity mindset, right? Integrity is important. It's the act of behaving honorably, even when no one's watching. They don't need to tell the world what they've done for others or how they've helped the neighbor. People of integrity are guided by their moral and ethical convictions. They are true and honest. And people can really sense when someone has integrity. There's also the no competition mindset. These are those that tend to think in terms of no competition. They don't feel the urge to compete with others. They focus on what they're doing. They focus on their own thing. They really don't need to be liked by everyone. They're okay with who they are. They are comfortable with who they are. And because of this, they're really never putting themselves in a position of trying to persuade others of their viewpoint. They're pretty much obsessed with self-improvement, self-development. They also carry a leadership mindset. These type of people are not sheep. They are not followers. These are leaders. And they often have a fearless, pioneering spirit, which is a hallmark for leaders. They're confident, yet very humble. They don't need to be the loudest in the room. The manner in which they approach a room speaks volumes. And you know these type of people. A person's posture and demeanor reveal a great deal about them. One of the most endearing and captivating qualities of those who are humbly confident is that they attract attention without really intending to. They don't want the attention. So when it comes to their leadership role, these are often the ones that take the initiative when it comes to maybe discussing topics that might bring people together, that might connect everyone. There's also the growth and purpose-driven mindset. These people are usually ambitious and goal-oriented. Charismatic people will soak themselves in doing what they love. Their work really doesn't feel like work to them. Knowing who they are and what they want is extremely attractive to others because a lot of people really don't know what their purpose is. So they tend to connect with people who do in order to maybe gain some inspiration. Charismatic people are all about growth, knowledge, and becoming better, right? They leave a lasting impression on others. And they tend to be that person that others often want to become. They're very conscientious of their value, of their self-worth, and really of their potential as well. I know we talked about presence earlier, and part of being present is really about eye contact, holding positive, strong eye contact. And what that does is it shows that you are listening and that you are present with that person. When you're conversing with someone, strong eye contact will make someone feel seen. It'll make them feel heard. In addition, making eye contact 
is a great way of communicating that what someone is sharing is meaningful. It is very important to hold strong eye contact. Charisma is closely linked to the ability to actively listen as well. This is another very important skill. Listen more, talk less. Focusing on what the other person is saying and reflecting back on what you are hearing rather than concentrating on what you want to say is a highlight when it comes to charisma. I think another important aspect to note here is that charismatic personality types are really highly in touch with who they are around. And by that, I mean, they pay great attention to nonverbal cues, right? And as a result, they'll pay attention to a person's body language. They'll pay attention to a person's emotions. They also, these, these type of personalities, they really encourage engagement. And they do this by asking rhetorical questions. And this is really a, a great way to maintain conversations and to bounce ideas off of one another. And I, if you really do struggle with maybe communicating with people on dates, this might be a great, a great way to go about it. You know, just start asking rhetorical questions. These type of people give incredibly without any need to receive anything back. They don't ever think about what they can get from people. They focus more on what they can provide. And really, giving is the only way to really establish real connection and relationships. People with such charisma, they have a remarkable ability to bring out the best in others around them. Nobody really ever receives enough recognition, really no one. So we want to tell people about the admirable qualities that we see in them. We want to give people compliments. And if we have employees, it's super important to highlight the outstanding job that they've done. You know, avoid pessimism and instead go for phrases that will encourage your employees. Some of these ideas actually came from a behavioral investigator, Vanessa Van Edwards. She has a book called Cues. She explains that using more achievement oriented phrases while speaking to individuals or groups will double their desire to accomplish more. That's the power of uplifting people. Vanessa also talks about ways that we can create more trust and reliability. And she goes into a little bit of detail about something called the four research-based zones. And these zones are how much space that we should consider when communicating and interacting with others. So these four zones are the intimate zone, the personal zone, the social zone, and the public zone. The intimate zone is zero to 18 inches away. We've all met those really, really close talkers. <laughs> it's like, take a step back, buddy. You know, it feels like an invasion of space. So this is something that we need to keep in mind when we're talking to someone, especially if you're on a date, you know, unless you're about to get real close and personal and it's both parties willing to want to do that, then that's a different story. Just make sure that it is welcomed if you're that close. 
What she calls the sweet spot is about a foot and a half to three feet distance from the other person. So this is a good space to give someone who maybe you're interacting and communicating with. The personal zone is four to seven feet. And this is when you give a wave, right? And of course, we have the public zone. This is kind of a far distance across the room type distance. We should really pay very close attention to how the other party is interacting with us when we're talking in these zones, especially the social zone. You know, are they relaxed? Are they awkwardly uncomfortable? Advice about the the display of hands is also worth considering. Now, displaying your hands, you'll gain trust by others around you. People seem less trustworthy if they keep their hands behind their back or in their pockets or concealed in some way, right? So keep this in mind. Even when welcoming someone, showing your hands just a little wave or an open palm can make them feel more at ease. You know, a handshake isn't required in in every situation, but it never hurts. The way we use our hands can really affect the way that someone views us. If if your palms are down, say they're you know down on the table, it shows a more dominant gesture. You know, it's just like the arm fold. If you're having a conversation with someone and your arms are folded, it shows that you're closed off. There's something that you're not wanting to be open about. So that's just something to take in consideration. Now, when it comes to head nods as well, if someone's speaking to you and you're giving them, you know, the eye contact and you give them a vertical nod, they're more likely to speak three to four times longer. And, and what it really does is that it shows them that you care. It shows them that you're in agreement with whatever they're saying. You know, obviously, if you're nodding and you're nodding fast, you're pretty much saying, okay, let's just wrap this up, right? Let's go. Maybe that's what some of you are doing right now. (laughs) Anyway, in addition to that, she goes on to discuss the significance of having strong voice power. Your words are important. People have a greater propensity to listen to those with voices that are lower in tone. And you also want to make sure that the volume of your voice matches the intent of whatever you're saying. Another tip is that if someone asks you a question and you don't really know the answer, it's really just best to pause just for a few seconds and look up rather than down. Looking down is a sign of uncertainty. It's a sign of insecurity. It's always best to just look up. It shows more confidence. I won't be able to get into all the specifics today, but if you are interested in learning more about this, feel free to check out her books. She has a lot more to offer than what I've said here. The idea of some of these concepts might make you feel awkward, which is particularly likely if you tend to be more introverted, right? In that case, I want to just share some additional strategies that you can use to build and improve these skills. Now, when you talk to someone that you really don't know, especially if this is something that you don't typically do, you're not a super social person, 
Obviously, it's natural that you're going to have sensations of anxiety. Your nervousness really can be reduced by by maybe rehearsing conversation ahead of time or maybe by talking with people that you already know that you encounter on a daily basis, people that you see more often, try and begin to have conversations with those people. And as you get comfortable with those people, you'll be more comfortable talking to other people that you don't really know. You can always practice speaking, even if it's only to yourself in the car. It's going to help you to become more confident. It's a great way to gain control over the tone of your voice and also how you come across to others. Really, every ounce of effort gets you closer to your goal. And if you feel like you don't know what to talk about, if you feel stuck for conversation and talking to yourself, talk about something that you're passionate about. You know, and doing this, record yourself and listen to it back and then you'll get a better understanding. You can also use it as a scale to really, you know, perform better with each recording that you make. Whenever you're in contact with other people or interacting with other people, no matter how challenging it might appear to do so, make an effort to maintain eye contact with whoever it is that you are interacting with. Make eye contact. Make sure not to be a weirdo about it, you know. You want to make sure that it's somewhat natural, but have a gentleness, a softness, you know, to your gaze. When you're speaking to someone, it's a great way to practice and feel more comfortable. It really helps you to look more confident as well when you can look someone in the eye and carry on a conversation. Another thing that could be helpful to you is repeating what someone else is saying to yourself. So if someone is speaking to you, you repeat what they're saying to you in your mind. It's really a useful strategy for improving your capacity to listen to what other people are saying. It helps you to have a better grasp of their viewpoint. You can also use it as an opportunity to reinforce the idea that you respect the time that they have spent with you. We also want to make sure that we pay close attention to the little details. Demonstrate to other people that you are truly present with what it is that they are sharing with you and really engage in that and use active empathy. Keep your body engaged in the conversation as well, right? Using facial expressions and direct language to demonstrate excitement, interest, Whatever it is that they're talking about, that they're discussing with you, it helps the conversation with the other person feel more involved in the interaction. At the end of the day, people just want to know that you care, right? They want to feel included and deep, deep down. I think we all innately crave companionship. We crave understanding from others, you know, and that's when emotional intelligence also plays a huge factor when it comes to charismatic people because it shows them that you really care. They don't really see themselves above anyone or below anyone. They see everyone as equals and they can tell embarrassing stories about themselves 
and laugh at themselves. And people feel less judged when you don't take yourself too seriously, right? People just want to feel welcomed. And really, it's just best to be genuine and true in your approach. But, you know, if you do struggle in in some of the areas, use some of the tactics here and the tips that I shared tonight to maybe gain more confidence in stepping into that charismatic person that you want to become. Okay? This probably wasn't the most lively podcast I've ever done, but hey, we will have these days. I want to thank you so much for being here, sending you guys so much love and light, and I look forward to catching you next week. Take care. <laughs>